Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are going back into the archives to play an episode from a few years ago, but we think this topic is still very important. One of the most common things we hear from moms that are thinking about homeschooling is that they aren't smart enough to do it. We're going to talk about that topic and hopefully put this myth to rest. Before we start, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. We appreciate all their support, and you should go check them out at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, I don't feel very take it away-ish. We had an amazing wedding, an amazing wedding. Uh, I'll talk about that in just a second. But I've got a sore tooth that is kind of like infected and is coming up into my face. And uh, I just went to the dentist today and they said, oh, you know that? Because I was in a car wreck like 25 years ago, had my face smashed flat. I lost 11 teeth um, in the accident. I had lots of crowns put in. I had a bridge put across and an implant and and so for the last 25 years my mouth has not felt great i mean it's always very sensitive i got nerve damage in my face so you probably didn't know that by looking at me but um but anyway started hurting about it just a little bit before the wedding and it kind of crept up into my face and i noticed that it was like puffy just the, the day of the wedding i think it was and sensitive around my nose and so i went and but Rest assured, they can fix it for thirteen thousand uh, dollars. They said that there's a tooth here that's cracked, um, and they're gonna have to take all that out. And so we're gonna just see what happens. <laughs> so I might kind of have that, uh, you know, hillbilly look. You know, a couple teeth missing right in the very front, which I think could be kind of a, uh, you know, a defining thing about Todd Wilson, the speaker, the guy with no teeth in the front. Um, so. Anyway, so my face doesn't feel very good, um, and uh, I don't feel very perky as of right now. But we had an amazing wedding, um, and I'll ask Ben his kind of. Uh, <laughs> you can tell us your part that you played, Ben, and how that w- didn't quite go like how you thought it might um, with your daughter. And uh, but it was perfect weather for those of you who are praying. Thank you, because people said, "Oh, you couldn't ask for better weather," and I'm like, "You could have asked for better, but you couldn't have gotten it because it was." perfect uh for an august day it was cool the sun was out hardly a cloud in the sky there were no bugs um it was just beautiful um and uh if you were able to watch it uh you saw that i was able to to do the ceremony and that was an amazing thing to be able to have your son and your future daughter-in-law to perform the wedding there and it was just Amazing thing. I think I thought I thought the comment of the night was from my son, Cal, who's 13, um, because after it was all over, you know, we had to put up all the tables and all the chairs and um, we had lots of people who hung around to help us do that. And as we were kind of finishing that all out and, you know, there's trash bags piled up and and Cal was in the golf cart as we were taking it back into the house. And he said, you know, Dad. He said, that was almost worth it, you know, and I just thought, so true, so true. But we were on the other side, and I still feel tired. I feel like I could go in and take a nap right now. Um, But uh, my son and his uh, now wife, my new daughter-in-law, is uh, enjoying some Walt Disney World time, and uh, they're going to try. Ben, when is the uh, opening of the Star Wars land? I think uh, it's... Thursday morning, I think. So they're going to try to get there like super, super early. They have like extra, extra magic hours, they call them. So I think it opens at like 
I don't know, early morning, and they're going to get there at like 4 or 5 or something like that in the morning. Cause I think it and I'm sure six. there will be no one else there. Yeah. It's going to be lines like crazy, <laughs> but hopefully they're just hoping to at least get in and walk around and take some pictures. So it uh, should be should be fun. Hopefully they make it, and if not, they'll still have an awesome time, but uh, it should be really cool. It's But they didn't mean to do that. It just happened that it was opening at the same time, and they were super right. fans, so uh, it worked out perfectly for them, I think. Or so how, what was your perspective of the wedding? And, it was uh, great. Tell us like, how, how the, your little... Yeah. How how'd Renly do? Renly was the flower girl, and she was also the flower girl in my brother Sam's wedding, which was earlier this year. And at that time, she was pretty much... Uh, excuse me. She was pretty much you know didn't really care she stopped while she was doing the flowers but she kept going and she was happy when she did it for theirs but for this one she's since then gotten more attuned to people watching her and she doesn't like it so uh i was worried about it but she got like i don't know a third of the way down and then she were uh she stopped started screaming when she saw everyone looking at her and i had to run down and grab her and move her around and hold her up there the whole time so hopefully they didn't mind too much but it was kind of a bummer but uh, nothing really else we could do, I guess. So, uh, yeah, so that was a little bit of a bummer, but other than that, it was beautiful and perfect. And the weather was like dad said, nice and everything was just beautiful. So it was a blast. In fact, if you're listening, uh, let me know if you had any mishaps in your wedding, you know, something that didn't go as planned. Cause I know, you know, the big thing that they're really concerned about is, uh, and we should put the link, Ben, see if you can find the link before we're done. Uh, to uh, Ike and Carolyn's music that they walked down on, because I know it's there. Um, I found it. It's a YouTube video. Um, but they had worked on it, so they are, they had had commissioned by this guy uh, who would kind of take a uh, you know a classical music and he would kind of mix it with uh, a Disney uh, song, and they're big Disney fans and like all Wilsons, and so uh, she had this guy write this song from a classical piece of music mixed with the music from Up. You know, the Up, uh, you know, where it's kind of the, that montage of when they're old and it's real sweet. And and Carolyn, uh, they had a time that she would come up and as she's walking, it's just getting real soft, like boom, boom, boom. And then she, it, the music stops and she has about 10 feet of silence as she walks in. And it's it was beautiful. And so we practiced it several times the night before. And uh, I think when we started it, he started off with the wrong song. Uh, and then as they got it going, the whole song just stopped in the middle. And later to find out the cow, one of the groomsmen tripped over the wire, uh, unplugged it. And then it was it felt like downhill from then. No, on so it was like far. oh that's four that's people only a couple so. of seconds but i just i just pasted the uh the violin or the music into the chat so you can listen to it there uh mia right. said uh totally my dad's black shoe polish rubbed off on my dress and so we had to cover <laughs> it in toothpaste and then the limo broke down and my dad had to drive the driver to go get a new car so you know that's fun uh. that's very memorable though you know? so that's how it goes. well that's what i i, I whispered to uh i can carolyn i'm like the sound stinks, but you're still going to be married. And Carolyn was really good about it. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. 
at that point, there's nothing you can do. So nothing you can do. But we had a couple of questions here that I thought would be fun to answer and talk about, and some okay. of them aren't maybe fun, but uh, they're just good questions from comments and everything. If you ever have a question or comment, you can always uh, email it to us, or you can message it to us through Facebook. Um, but uh, one of the, one of the commenters said, uh, "This will be our second full year of homeschooling." I added the homeschooling part, but hubby and his family is against me homeschooling. It has been really hard on me. I already fear that I'm not being good enough or smart enough, but then to have uh, them actually telling me I'm not, and then she put it like a little emoji. Uh, we have four kids, ages four, five, eight, and nine, and both the older two are going into third this year. So, you know, that's that's a really tough situation in there. So I thought maybe we could, or at least you could maybe give her some encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, can you read the question again? <laughs> I know this. That sounds pathetic, doesn't it? Read it again. This will be our second full year. The hubby and his family is against me homeschooling. It has been really hard on me. I already fear not being good enough or smart enough, but then to have them actually telling me that I'm not, and then she put an emoji just saying, like, it's, you know, a hard, like, sad face or whatever. Uh, okay, let's stop right there. And we'll, we'll, let's just answer that part right yeah. there. You know, people say to me, oh, well, you know, I'm probably not smart enough and I don't know enough. And, and I'm like, okay, here's the qualifications. You take a mirror, you hold it up to your nose, and if it fogs up, you're qualified. You're smart enough to teach your kids. Um, I, I remember, and I've probably shared it before, but I remember one time my wife was talking with a lady who was super educated, super smart, and she was going through that same thing. You know, like, well, I mean, I know enough, you know, and I'm and I'm listening to her talk, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You know, and not to belittle all the teachers that you had, but I'm thinking, you know, the teachers I had weren't nuclear physicists, brain surgeons. Um, you know, yes, they were nice and some of them were good, but a lot of them weren't. You can do at least as good as them academically. But when you add the part where you're their mom and you care and that you're at home and you can nurture them, you're way ahead of them. The other thing is, um, you know, you don't have to know everything. You just don't. Uh, Debbie will say, moms will say, and the same mother said, oh, I I'm telling you that I have learned so much just by homeschooling my own kids, she said so far. And what Debbie said was, I thought, brilliant. She said, see, you didn't learn that when you were in school. So what she was saying is, you know, some of the learning that your kids are going to later learn will not be done in school. It doesn't matter if you don't teach them everything because... They're going to learn a lot of stuff afterwards and you're not going to hamstring them. You're, it's not going to hurt them at all. In fact, you know, because sometimes we believe these things. Uh, you know, I remember having a conversation where Debbie said, you know, I don't like dinosaurs. I don't want to teach about dinosaurs. And I'm like, well, then don't teach about dinosaurs. And she said, yeah, but Ken Ham said if I don't, our kids are going to walk away from the faith and, you know, all that. And I'm like, honey, you don't know anything about dinosaurs and you're doing OK. You know, our kids will be okay, too. And if they like dinosaurs, they'll figure out dinosaurs on their own. So, you know, I just think we need to put that aside that says I'm as good as they are. In fact, I'm better than they are. You know, again, maybe not the smartest, but that does, that's not the important part. In fact, you can go to um, Dr. Brian Ray's. Uh, that's, he has like two first names, Brian and Ray, Dr. Brian Ray. Um, and, uh, he has a, uh, the national center for homeschool something, uh, and, uh, it has tons of statistics that show that a parent's education is not, uh, uh, doesn't really affect 
how much your children learn later on. What they found is that parents who care, that affects how much your children learn. It doesn't matter if you have are college educated or not college educated. That doesn't seem to affect um, their scoring, their tests, their academics at all. Again, if you care, that. In fact, I would. My interpretation was, if you have your kids at home, you give them a, a boost up. Okay, you can continue with that, Ben. No, that was that was the whole question. I mean, the only other part that maybe you could talk about is what do you think you should then say to the family that are saying that? Uh, she didn't really ask about that, but that was you know the other hard part about the question. It's not just her own self doubt, which I'm sure everyone has, but you know, having yeah. a husband or his family that is pushing on you, that's you know even more pressure in that situation, which is hard. Again, but, we've talked about it before, but. You know, uh, you need to get your husband on your side. I, again, I would talk to him and say, hey, you know, when you say those comments, it really discourages me. If And then send him to Dr. Brian Ray's website. Uh, it's national, N-E-H-I or something like that. Um, you send him there. You let him listen to some of my talks. You can go to our website and get the talk, This We Believe, which will spell all that out. And then when he is, when he's on your side, then you let him be the muscle and maybe he needs to say something to your, you know, your family members and say, hey, you know, don't say that anymore. That discourages my wife. We don't want to hear it. You know, if you have something encouraging to say, go ahead, you know, and then quiz them. Say, hey, uh, so what do you think the difference is between a diplodocus and a, and a brachiosaurus? And if they then make them feel stupid for not knowing as much as they think everybody else should know. So, yeah, there you I, go. I just added in the uh, the link into the chat, but it's nheri.org, and I think it's the research tab probably if you want to look up yes, you know, that's the research what it is. they've done. Uh -huh. So, Real quick, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this Mind Homeschooler. We appreciate their support, and they make this all possible. The reason we work with Teaching Textbooks is because we believe in their product, and we've used them ourselves for many, many years. If you're looking for a math curriculum that helps your family smile more, then go check out their website for a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. You know, we've been talking about this summer. We've been talking a lot about uh, summer bucket lists, lists and doing things with your kids. I thought there were some fun comments of people who had done stuff, and I thought I would uh, share that. So uh, Tammy said, I recently uh, was tempted to start earlier than I actually wanted to, but decided that I would just take some time in August and get myself ready for the school year. Instead of actually starting the kids early, next month is prime, empty, park, playground, museum, splash pad time. So I want to take advantage of the rest of the summer and enjoy that. So I thought that was good. And then someone else also said that, um, she said, uh, let's see here. I call the time between the second week of August and the end of September, the golden period schools have started back up, but the field trips haven't started yet. So all the museums, parks, zoos, and trails are empty. We try to go as many places as we can during that time. And usually only bump into other homeschool families, no time, uh, to do school until after the golden period. So I thought those were both pretty encouraging, which I actually, you know, someone who said, how do you find other homeschool friends, you know, families, maybe you go to something like that on a, on a, you know, a weekday and see if you see any other families, maybe you can get to know some that. Of and that'll work, you know yeah. I mean? Cause you kind of, you see those, uh, uh, other homeschoolers, you know, when you see a bunch of kids, if you say, Hey, are you homeschooled? I, I've heard of some great friendships that yeah. have turned to come out of that. I think the funniest one ever to me was when we went to the creation museum, it was like, we got in line and every single person around us is like, oh, we're, we just saw you at the homeschooling or whatever. It's just every person there was homeschool, which I thought was fun. But 
and then we also have the ice cream truck. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Cheryl Floyd, who is a normal, she comments all the time, but she said, true story, my son Christian said that he heard the music from the ice cream truck, and he was so excited, he ran outside half-dressed, only to remember that he had set his ringtone to ice cream truck, poor kid. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's a bummer. And then uh, Eric said, uh, my parents uh, tried to tell me that it was a music truck that drove around the summer entertaining kids with 8-bit tunes, probably to avoid having to you know, buy the actual ice cream, which I thought was... Uh, you know, maybe a clever way of doing that. So uh, that's um, awesome. let's see here. Those were, but I had another question here. Uh, a lady wrote a big, long thing, but the main actual question was, so the main reason I'm reaching out to you is because my eighth grade, uh, dr- eighth grader dreams of being an animator. She has been drawing for years and has taken a couple classes with an instructor as well as online. She thinks she needs to own an iPad pro, but hello thousand dollars. So I guess my question to you is since you have a son who's gone through this, what classes and tools do you recommend for her? I want her to get really good idea of what's all involved with animation. She has several, several years yet before she graduates, but if this is really what she wants to do, then I think it'd be good to let her delve into it. If so, thought you mentioned somewhere. Oh, and also I thought you mentioned somewhere your son did some online college program. Um, we should actually probably have Sam on at some point and he could talk about we it. We should I feel actually. like I run into a lot of people who kids want to do stuff like that. And a lot of it's, you know, it looks fun. And then once you actually get into it, it's a little bit harder than, you know, a lot of kids think. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, so what, 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 what tools did you think you guys did for him growing up, you know, to help along his uh, interest in it? Well, first of all, you know that homeschooling can cost a lot of money. I mean, if you get all the books and you get all the curriculum, um, what I would focus on is I would spend less money on some of those things and spend more money on the tools that can help your kids. Um, I know for Sam, um, did you did you tell me how old the, the child was, Ben? She didn't say specifically, but she said she is, oh, an eighth grader. So I don't know, like maybe 14 or something like that. You know, and that's about the right age. Uh, for Sam, uh, we got him a uh, version of Maya. It's kind of the industry standard. It's software. They have a student version. I think it may even be free. It's super expensive when you're not a when you're not a uh, student, but it's free to begin with. Um, and then you can just start working through the tutorials, and it'll show you everything you need. I, when Sam started his online training. Which I don't think, you know, a 14-year-old needs to do that. I think, uh, you know, there are great things on uh, the uh, online, just the internet kind of things where there are YouTube videos that will show you how to do different things. Um, uh, But when Sam started his uh, post-high school training, because he knew Maya so well, it put him in a great advantage over a lot of the other students. There were other students who were adults. You know, I'm at 18, I guess you're an adult too, but there were other people who were a lot older who said, Sam, could how do you do this on this software? Sam already knew that because we had just given him those tools. And, you know, at Christmas and birthdays, he was always getting things. You know, he's got an animation uh, light table, you know, that the animators use. He's got pens and we got him pencils and any kind of tool that we thought Um, would benefit him. And that really could go with other things. I mean, Ike, who just got married, you know, he was, he wanted to invent things. He wanted to learn how to do welding. So we bought him a welder when he was, uh, I I think, 13. Uh, We bought him a plasma cutter, I think, when he was 15. You know, because those were tools that he could use um, to do what he thought, you know, he might do later. And I think, you know, that's where I'd want him to spend my money, because I think it's a good use of your money. You know, do they need an iPad Pro? 
I don't think they need an iPad Pro, but maybe you get maybe they use what are what you already have. Um, but I would I wouldn't like sink a lot of money into something if I didn't really think my kid was really excited about it. And I, you know, if I wasn't sure, I'd make him fork up some of the money too and say, hey, if this is what you really want to do, then it's going to have to cost you something. So uh, you know, put up. If they go, well, I'm not going to use my money, then that's I wouldn't do it. Just kind of funny. Sam just joined the chat actually, and someone said, "Please no, interview did. him." But uh, or at least Sam McKenna. So I'm not sure which one. But a couple things also is I would say is if there is some industry or something that they're interested in, maybe ask some people who do that on a daily basis if they think the thing that the kid wants is actually mm. relevant. Just because you know, I know me when I was excited about something, I wanted the part that I was excited about. Which yes, you can draw, and it's very good tablet for you know drawing and pressure and like all that kind of stuff. But I don't think very many animators, they don't use it for actual animation, you know, if you're doing like talking about 3D animation. So it's like, yeah, it might be fun and it's fun to draw on and you you can do a lot with it. But, uh, you know, there's limits or whatever. So just ask some people maybe and see what they suggest. Because really animation is, and there are a lot, I mean, the more you learn about it, there are lots of aspects of animation. Um, When Sam animates and he's, you know, working on some things right now, uh, I'm echoing Ben. That's weird. I don't know why. Did something change? Maybe on your end. But well, I'll take it over here for a second real quick then. Uh, it, it should go away hopefully. But uh, like he started out originally, he had uh, a Wacom tablet, which is just like a you know small thing. Didn't have a screen on it, but it plugs in your computer. He used the pen and you know he could manipulate stuff, draw better, all that. You know, and he got used and good at those. And those are like you know a couple hundred dollars or less usually. And then he got a big screen where you could actually draw on the actual screen, which is what he uses now. Um, <laughs> so you know you might start with something a little bit cheaper let them get good because like the and tools really, will not make you skilled at it it's the skill that will make you skilled at it and i think right. a lot of people think well all i need is this and then all i need is that you know not in your daughter necessarily and a lot but. of the animation when you start is not about drawing things it's about using numbers and dragging little uh handlebars you know hand, that you're moving things around so it's really Sam doesn't spend a lot of time drawing things. He's he's really just using a regular computer with a mouse um, to move things around. Right. Especially, I mean, because there's hand-drawn animation, which is not done a lot. And then there's actual, like, 3D animation, which is... And then there's the movement versus model making versus, you know, uh, all the other stuff. So it's... You know, right. Sh- let her keep going super in-depth, I think. But Oh, and then the online college program he did was called Animation Mentor. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I think it was based out of California, but it's online. Um, they teach people all over the world. And I think the teachers were from all the big major animation studios like Pixar and Disney and, uh, you know, and like DreamWorks right. and stuff like that. So, uh, maybe if your child's still interested in that, you know, once they get close to graduation or whatever, definitely, uh, check that one out. It seemed like it was really, really good for him and he got to know a lot of people through it. And, uh, if they're good, then it could be a great way to then find a job doing something with that. So she said, Oh, uh, we we're just going to start with math for the next two weeks to bank some school days so that when fall hits and the weather is cooler, we can take those days off and enjoy. So just because you start when it's super hot out doesn't mean you can stop it for a bit when it's or you can't stop when it's super nice out. Um, what do you think, you know, uh, going first week, all that? What, uh, you know, what do you think? Anything, anything kind of start that you think looks ideal when it comes to subjects or anything like that? Um, <laughs> uh, no, but here's, you know, even in the, the, the response there, I hear lots of moms saying, 
you know, well, we do this so that later we can do this, you know, like, uh, or we try to start early so we can finish early. Or we, you know, here, here's my thinking. I'm not trying to be some kind of rebel. I'm not trying to, you know, see how close we can get to the, the law. But you know what? You can count all your days as day, homeschool days. You know, it doesn't have to be a... You know, you, you accomplish a lot every day sitting behind a bunch of books to count that as a day. You know, there are days where in a regular school where they have a play day or they have track and field day. They count those as regular days. You know, I truly believe if you wanted to, you could say, hey, we're homeschooling 365 days out of the year um, uh, because those days that you're just hanging around not watching TV, you know, not playing video games, but when they're just interacting and they're exploring and they're learning, those are real school days. When you have to go visit somebody and you don't open the books, those are real school days. They're not fake school days. They're not as, you know, okay, well, we won't count it as, they're real. I don't know why we get so hung up on thinking that, oh, I've got to start early doing math. So then later on, we can take off some days on the cool days. You know, we have that math under our belt. I don't think you need to do that. Um, you know, I would feel just as comfortable saying, hey, we're going to start when we want to start. And if it's a nice cool day, we want to take that day off too. We can because you're really not taking that day off. You're doing a different kind of school. In fact, you're doing a better kind of school. Cool. Well, that was all the questions I had and comments. Um, if you ever have, feel like you have something that, um, you know, question or just feedback or then also i wanted you to share if you're first if you start school this next week maybe um you know get send us a picture or send us a message it's always fun seeing that encouragement we can share that with other people as well um and that's always fun so uh but i think as of right now that's all the comments i have and here. just uh, again just a little note even as ben said you know that's always encouraging to us it is encouraging what is encouraging to you to your friends and I want to encourage you to be a smiling homeschooler to your friends. It is not, you know, telling them all the good stuff. It is telling them all the real stuff. So, I mean, I love the posts where, and we've had some, you know, even the past week, where moms say something real like, oh, you know, yeah, we're lucky to be getting started by whenever, Halloween. Um, you know, and I know they're exaggerating, but it's encouraging to other moms. Uh, so maybe that could be, uh, you could be purposeful in your encouragement, telling them that your first week was terrible. Um, there was a mom who said, you know, she was saying, you know, but can't you, can't you, uh, find joy in an amazing first week where everything did went great and you just learned so much. And I'm, and I'm thinking in my head, I didn't respond, but I want to say, yes, you can, but that doesn't make it worthwhile. You know, your homeschool is not worthwhile because you accomplished a lot of stuff. Your homeschool is worthwhile because you spent that many hours with your children. I think that is the redeeming quality for yourself. And then for them, they get to spend that time with you. And at those times, that's when you really, really, really learn. Um, again, moms, you're, you have chosen something really well. You've been given a gift at the same time of homeschooling. I hope you enjoy that this, this coming week. We're only on Tuesday this, as we record this. Hope you have a great week. And I'll tell you, you know, when you see your, your son, and I've seen Ben do it and Sam do it, and now Ike has done it, when you see them joined at that altar and you see all your kids hanging on each other and how much they love each other and they're best friends and they work together, 
that is a reminder of that's the reason why we homeschool our kids. Um, so I hope you have a great week, and I hope that makes you smile, even if my smile isn't very good because my tooth hurts. Uh, so have a great week. Don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out the Smiling Homeschooler store over on our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Also, we want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial or a free demo. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.